Righto, welcome back to the Maxim Cricket Podcast. My name is Munter and we are indeed starting again. Episode 51 today and on today's episode it is finally happening. The IPL is trying to give international players full-time contracts starting with Jofra Archer. So to celebrate our new cricket overlords, let's talk about the IPL. Nine out of the team, nine out of the ten teams can make the playoffs, so we discuss who's the best chance of going through to the last round. It's a yes bank maximum, the first of this contest. Oh, that is brilliant. It's a hero maximum. On the ground, on the ground, another hero maximum. We are not joined by Lugsy at the moment, although he will touch base a little later on for Snack Draft. Of course, but we do have potentially a rather down Jackson, Fire, Doc, Doc Rivers, Jacko, Latham. Uh, Jacko, how are we? A few hours removed from an all-time meltdown. Game seven, Philly, yeah. run me through it. Um, yeah, I mean, I knew this was going to happen. I said that all along. I've, I've been preaching from the since day one of hiring Doc Rivers, that he couldn't have been a worse signing. Um, I mean, the man has ridden the coattails of maybe the easiest coach championship of all time. Uh, The Maximum Cricket podcast probably could have got that Celtics team over the line um, at the time. I mean, they had just unbelievable team, and and, and Doc's record since then is horrific. Uh, So, yeah, the writing was on the wall. Harden's a cat, Embiid's... Too big, gets gassed. Um, Tyrese Maxey's the future and trade them all for picks. The process starts again. You want to um, go through that day. again, yeah? Yeah. Uh, well, it's got to be better than this. It's got to be better than losing in the second round. <laughs> it's, all right losing, it's all right losing if it's a plan. Like, if that's the plan, like you can accept that. But it's um, when you're yeah. expected to win, that's yeah. tough. But, um, yeah, hardened, yeah. what, nine And points. I mean... Yeah. Harden zero fourth quarter points in games five, six, and seven. How can he be so good and then so bad? Uh, I just he's I don't know. It's <laughs> it's bad. He's a mouse. It's bad coaching. I mean, under that beard would be the weakest chin of all time, probably. Um, hence why he's grown it. So. Yeah, I mean, tough day. The office. I couldn't have been more down in the office. I went into a meeting at. I think it was 60, 58, or like close, came out of the meeting and we'd lost by 40. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, tough to handle. Like, you know these things are going to happen, but you've just still got to watch it happen and deal with it. So, yeah. I mean, I, to some, some mates, I famously put together a top 10 disgraceful moments of the process uh, 363 days ago um, after we lost to the Heat. So, yeah, that's got some updating to do. Um, and yeah, if the listeners want it, I'll share it this week on the socials. But yeah, tough day to be a Sixers fan. I tell you what, it could be worse though. You could be a Wolves fan like myself. So let's let's look at the bright side. Um, yeah, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Um, yeah, my my friend who is also a diehard Wolves fan called us the uh, the Wolves of the second round. So it <laughs> hurt pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. It was who's, salt who, in the wound. Who's Rudy Gobert in that situation? Uh, MB Tobias Harris Jokic Jokic MVP um, yeah. I, give it, give it up. you should have to give it over after that yeah so yes yeah, so speaking of like being a cat um, 
I think I'm a little bit of a cat myself, and a little bit disappointed in myself. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. Because you know, I had a I had a pretty chilled weekend, as you do. You got your Mother's Day stuff. You're looking after the wife now. Um, then you're paying respects. You got your own mother's. You know, Nicole's mother. But the real excitement was probably yesterday afternoon when all of a sudden it got a little gloomy, quite fast in Dunedin. Um, I was walking my grandmother back to the car when thunder and lightning hit Dunedin for a minute. And I swear to God, it, it was like a bomb went off. I've never been so close to lightning and thunder in my life. Now, Jesus. Now it's like we're talking like this is fight, fight or flight mode. And you like to think that... Yeah. I was a hero and like jumped in front of my like grandmother to make sure I took the hit. But no, I dropped, I dropped to the deck like a cat. Um, so yeah. left my, uh, left my, my elderly grandmother for dead. So, um, yeah, that's a pretty poor, pretty, pretty tough to sort of turn that around, but there you go. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is tough. Um, but Hey, fight or flight mode, that all kicks in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, very good. Um, I thought you were going to walk back your uh, Mumbai Indians uh, and Chennai Super King take there. But, it's coming, uh, it's coming. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's probably coming. a nice segue into our IPL finals preview, actually. Yeah, oh, do we want to go there? Do we want to go there first? Cause of, yeah, we'll go there first, actually. You know what, let's go there. Let's scroll down here. Let's, um, yeah, let's get into it. I tell you what, and while we're getting there, you know, we'll, we'll save the basketball for another day. Yeah, it'll come. It'll come back up with the picks. Come back, back up with the picks. So, yeah, as you're saying, the IPL playoffs they're they're almost here. And I will preface this by saying we're recording before Gujarat versus the Sunrisers. So, if we miss anything, we apologise. Um, I think looking at the top four as it stands, you probably need a minimum of fourteen points to have a chance of the playoffs. Then you'll need some results to go your own way, run, net run rate, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, just a wee lay of the land. We've got Gujarat on 16 points with two games to play, Chennai on 15 with one, Mumbai on 14 with two to play, Lucknow on 13 with two to play, RCB and Punjab Kings 11 on 12 with two, and Calcutta. Oh, Calcutta and Rajasthan on 12 also, but they've only got one. So that's six teams within one win of each other. Even the Sunrisers technically have a chance if they win all three games, but I'm going to go on a limb and say they won't because I think they're a shambles. Mm. Um, a team that's let, they've let go in the past two, two or three years, maybe three years, they've let go of David Warner, Kane Williamson, Puran, and Rashid Khan. And they've come back with a guy that can't play spin. So they don't deserve a thing. Um, I know it's obviously tough to watch these get these like games in full for us with the time difference. But, Jacko, how are we enjoying the like closeness of this comp? Oh, yeah, it's, it's brilliant. I think we've always sort of talked about that's what brings the punters back, isn't it, is a, is a close comp. And, um, yeah, it's just, just been great to see this year. I think the... It sort of brought a bit of like interest back personally into the IPL just to be able to see it, see it be close and yeah to have I think what six teams separated by a win going into two games left that's sort of all you, all you can ask for. Um, good to good to we wrote them off but it is good to have your Chennai's and your Mumbai's your, your historic franchises um, going well. Uh, it's like the Lakers and 
the Knicks playing well um, just oh, really yeah. elevates the league. So, yeah, it's good to have two good teams, sort of stalwart teams up there and some and some upstarts playing well. So, um, yeah, did, I mean, did you, you remember said, your picks? All... Did you remember your original picks and how far how far? Yeah, I think went? I think I had the Titans, Lucknow, RCB, and Rajasthan. Okay, yeah, so it's not bad. I only really I think Rajasthan's was my fall off so... It's not bad. Yeah, but yeah, it's probably going to be. Yeah, I mean, RCB could sneak in there, and I get three out of four, so I'll be happy with that. Yeah, because I got surprisingly, um, I had Gujarat, I had Gujarat, Chennai, Mumbai, and RCB, um, and then after like one game, I wrote Mumbai and Chennai <laughs> off real quick. So that's. <laughs> That's a le- I think that's a lesson to everyone to just sort of stick stick to your laurels stick. and you know yeah, that's don't all, overreact. That's all right. Um, so Jacko, we uh, I, we talked off here about um, you know predicting a top four. Um, you know, there's obviously a few contenders. What's yep. who who you got who you got finishing top top of the table? If you have to pick right now. Yeah, I think the Titans probably stay top, don't they? It just feels like they're. Yeah. They're in a pretty good spot. They only got to win um, one game. Some, yeah, they're playing some good cricket. I think, yeah, one game keeps them sort of ahead of the pack. Um, un, untouchable, basically. So, um, and I'm guessing they'll probably play a couple of the chasers or, or at least one of the chasers. So, um, one or two wins there and they, and they sail home. Um, yeah, I think like now we'll, we'll stay in. Um just for, I'd love to see Virat make a run. So I'd, I'd love for RCB to sneak in there. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's going to be expensive, one of the big two or luck now. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll go, I'll go Gujarat 1, CSK and Mumbai 2-3. And then I'll go RCB sneaking in at, at 4. Not bad. That'll be my list. Bad. Yeah, not bad. Because I've got, um, yeah, I had, I had, Oh, I've got Gujarat in the one slot as well. I think it's they've been the best side, probably by a margin, um, just by a little bit. They've got the best bowling set, Rashid Khan, Mohamed Shami, all bowling well. And I was trying to, I was trying to explain. For some reason, I was trying to explain the Gujarat Titans to my neighbour, who doesn't really watch cricket too much. And it was, I kind of think they're like, almost like Moneyball. In the mm. IPL, if if you know what I mean, so so just because like they're a side that had to create, had to sort of draft on the fringes. I know they had like a wee mini draft and things like that, but they wouldn't have got a lot of sides had their first four or five picks, and then yeah. they had to sort of like scout on the outside. Had, had some retention there as well, didn't they? Of, yeah, the so I mean, players. They've, I don't know how they've come away with Hardik Pandya and Rashid Khan in that, but then to pick up guys mm. like. Like a Josh Little from Ireland, um, they got that other leg spinner from Afghanistan. Like that's that's pretty top scouting. Like a lot of, I mean, yeah. I've talked during the week about guys like spending a shitload of money on the hot new flavor, like Sam Curran and Harry Brook, and it doesn't go, any, it doesn't really go anywhere. But then if you just spend a little bit of money, like you can, you can sort of buy three good players with the same price of. Sam Curran and sort of thing like that. So I'm quite impressed. I kind of want to see them go go far. So I'll go, get them in the one. And I've actually gonna yeah. I'm gonna go Mumbai 
at the two. Um, I think they're going to make a charge. At the, at the moment, they're third. They've got 14 points, seven and five. They've got Lucknow away and the Sunrisers at home. Their bowling isn't incredible, but it's the batting on their day. If they all click, like no one can stop them. Like Sky making that 100 against Gujarat, as I said, the best attack in, in the comp. When someone like Sky goes, no one can stop him. So oh, it's all over. Yeah. I think I think he's going to make a big charge. Um, yeah, and I've got Chennai, Chennai in the three. Um, yeah, so I wrote them off pretty quick. To be fair, called the mold. Um, probably there, there's a little bit of like Cinderella with Chennai as well, where they kind of you feel like there's a little bit of a send off for. For Dhoni, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're going to rally, like... Um, one last hurrah. One last hurrah. Like, he's betting at eight. He's only betting... You know, he only bet, wants to bet, like, ten balls if possible. Um, can't relate. Never never really had a choice, to be fair. But um, And obviously, the big one is, you know, Conway. Um, yeah. Who, you know, people calling him, like, the new Michael Hussey. And, like, a lot of guys have like one tempo, you know, they either, they score quickly or they score slowly, whereas I feel like Conway just sort of somehow adapts to the, to the conditions when he doesn't really know India that well. So, like, mm. he, depending on the condition, like, he, I've seen him low-scoring games get, like, 50 off 40. I've seen him get, you know, that 90-odd off 50-odd in a, in a 200 you know, I think so. I think the fact that he can just go in different ways is is incredible, really. So you know, he's probably due to get a, a full time chin, I gig. So there you go. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, Conway's come on leaps and bounds. I think we were talking about it in our in our preview, weren't we? That if he got if he got given that that full season at the top, he'd really sort of show his uh, the cream would rise to the top, and and it really has with him. So it's great, great to see for. New Zealand fans especially. For sure. Um, Jacko, what, what was your two and three again? Who did you have in, in the two and the three? Oh, I just had the other way around. Oh, I yeah, reckon so, Chennai so. would beat yeah, Calcutta. Yeah. And... Lucknow away is a pretty tough ass for Mumbai, but as you yeah, said, they've got the tough. batting. But... Yeah, okay. So um, where did you have? Who, what did you have at the four? Because I think the four is probably so where it gets a little interesting. Yeah, see, I've got RCB at the four. Yes, I have. Uh, yeah. I just, I just want them to sneak in. I, I want a Virat run. Um, I think that's what there's probably 1.4 billion Indians who love love their team and, and love Virat Kohli. So, um, yeah, I mean, a wee run from her, maybe a Dhoni versus Kohli, Chennai semi-final or even in the final would be just, just spectacular viewing. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good when you get – because you also get a bit of Rohit stuff in there as well. Um yeah, yeah RCB is like a strange one because they've had some really good wins and they've also had some really poor losses. And I, yeah. I keep, I, I keep finding myself about to write them off, and then they do something. Like I was fully prepared to write yeah. them off going into this pod, and then last night they've rolled Rajasthan for fifty nine. Like I honestly would have put my house on Rajasthan yeah. winning oh, that game. God. Oh, honestly, yeah. we'll, we'll, I mean, we'll, we'll get to Rajasthan about what the and hell's going on. And 10 overs too, by the way. 
Yeah, I mean, you like... You can't be I, losing a wicket and over. Well, it's crazy that they, they <laughs> dropped Hazelwood and Hasaranga, the third and fourth ranked T20 bowlers in the world, and they brought in Parnell and Michael Brasel. Massive call. And yeah, th- those two took five for 26 off six overs. Yeah, brilliant. You know, so... One of the great coaching calls. Yeah, so it's good good for Maltese. Um And then you got, like, Faf. I'm sort of waiting for it to slow down. It just doesn't. Maxwell's on fire. Yeah, there's Faf stuff. <clears throat> Coley, you just, you just feel like, like, Coley reminds me of, like, LeBron, where you feel like, I mean, apart from the winning, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> shot's fired. But, no, like, I just feel like there's, you know, he's got one more in him. Like, you know, he's yeah. just, there's a run in, in there somewhere. Like, there's got, he's got... Yeah. Backs against the wall, like there's got to be, there's got to be a hundred in there somewhere. So they've got there's some, there's some pacing stuff. Like I'm saving it for the big dance sort of vibes, isn't there? Yeah, like big game player. Like you know, you got to think about that Pakistan innings and MCG. So they've got they've got the Sunrisers away and the last game against Gujarat. So my theory would be that Lucknow will probably lose. Hopefully, why not? Hopefully, I don't care too much. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they'll lose two games. Against Mumbai and yeah. Kolkata, RCB will beat Sunrisers, and then I think by then the last game is Gujarat. Like Gujarat would be secured, secured the one. They might rest a few starters like the NBA, yeah, some and just sort start. of you know just sort of coast, you know. Whereas yeah. RCB were up for that one. So, um, do we want to talk about yeah. what the hell's going on with Rajasthan? Because I don't, yeah. I don't know what's going. So I've got here that they won. So at the moment they're six, they're sixth place. You know, six and seven. They got one more game against Punjab. They could still squeak in, um, but their net run rate took a bit of a hit um, when you get bought at fifty nine. Um, they had won four of their first five games. They were top of the table. Pretty sure we pit, we were both like, you know, this team is going to win. Like, we like them a lot. Yeah, the arts, and then they lost six of their next eight games to pr- almost be out of contention. I yeah, don't. I mean, I'm... know how. Looking at their side, yeah. like you got you got one of the best new ball bowlers in Bolt. You got two of the best spinners in Ashwin and Chahal. You've got Zampa riding the bench when you need an extra spinner. You got yeah. one of the best finishers in Hetmeyer. You've got a young star, Jason Wow, making runs for fun. The only thing that's different is Joss Butler's not yeah. making four hundreds in an IPL. Like, yeah, and I mean, looking at their losses too, like there's some shockers in here, like Mumbai chasing two fourteen four down and nineteen overs. That's horrific. Um, getting bowled out for one hundred eighteen against the Titans, and then them, them chasing it one down. Uh, there's some there's some bad losses in there. Couldn't defend two fifteen, and then yeah, sort of culminated with being skittled in, in ten overs last night. So yeah, I mean we talked we talked about the uh, the Delhi Capitals quite a bit early on, like a good team that that couldn't put it together. But I mean Rajasthan's that that times times ten. Um, looking here at this sort of capitulation down the stretch for them. Yeah, it's um, it's pretty ridiculous. So who else has got a chance? So yeah, Lucknow's Lucknow's probably got a chance. Like they, yeah, they win one game, they're probably in. So uh, other than that, you've got 
yeah, Punjab like obviously have a chance, but I just don't rate them. Mm. Um, and I don't can't really put my you've been out why. you've been out on them for a while. I've been out on yeah. them for a while, and to be fair, they're, they're hanging around like how can I be in on RCB out on Punjab? They've got the exact same record. Doesn't make sense. Um, yeah. Home, they've got a home game against Delhi, a home game against Rajasthan. I mean, there's a chance they win both games. It's two quite winnable games, yeah. And they so, you know, I've been wrong a few times and I'm prepared to be wrong again. Um, not yeah. about Sam Curran, though, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> Ka- <laughs> then we so got... That would be just a real way for you to like just solidify your point as for Punjab to lose uh, lose twice to the two worst teams at the moment. Yeah, just to and, really like hammer home how poor they are. That's Sam, what you need. And Sam Curran going at thirteens. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Cal- Calcutta. Uh, Calcutta. I just, yeah. I don't know. They've only got one game. They've they got, can get to twelve. I just against the Titans. Is it against good. the Titans or I have, I've got here luck now, but I could be wrong. I want to run it down wrong. Um, yeah. See, they've only got one game bollocks, but yeah, Sunrisers. They got three games somehow. Fully expecting them to lose all three. Um, yeah, but yeah, I guess we'll probably wake they up tomorrow and they'll the be at Gujarat. They will... Yeah, probably. Yep. Yeah, which is uh, yeah that's, my pick, that's my pick, actually. Sunrise is to beat Gujarat, but it's oh, not. It's, it's rogue. Um, yeah, it's definitely not. Right, should we have a quick look at MVP or do you want anything more you want to touch on? No, nah, I think we covered the table. I think we got MVP here. Sweet ass. Okay, so MVP watch. Last week I had Mo Shami, Muhammad Suraj. Uh, lost it. Hang on. Yeah, last week I had Muhammad Shami, Muhammad Suraj, Faf, Dupasi, Conway, and Jay Sawal. This week the top two are gone, and I got two more coming in, um, which is which is quite something. So. I'll start at five, and we've got the young pup, Jason Wow, with 575 yep. runs at 48, strike rate of 166, 100, 450s, kind of carrying the Royals run-wise, fastest 50 in the IPL history at 13 rocks, he's only 21, probably the only knock is he's got a losing record, so yeah. that's if, if we're being consistent with being a winning side, he's got to lose a couple of knocks. Um yeah. But it's yeah. probably it's not his fault, is it? Um number four, we've got Rashid Khan making an appearance from the Titans. Yeah. Most wickets in the IPL, twenty three wickets at sixteen point eight, a commie rate of yeah. eight. Um the other night made seventy off twenty and took four for thirty in one game. They lost convincingly, which is yeah. something what what did you think about like it was quite something where they got absolute pants. And like Rashid Khan's like posting like oh about last night because he did really well, but his team got yeah. absolutely slaughtered. Um, yeah, questionable. Um, helps, but, questionable helps when you're on top and you've had a day like that. Mm. Um, probably walked into the sheds, given out like a wee, just a little bit of help. Boys would have been <laughs> nice. Fucking sort of danger, boys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just not. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing worse in cricket than losing, but there's nothing better than doing well when you lose because you can 
not sit there smugly because losing shit and everyone hates it. But like if you score runs in a losing effort, you sort of like cricket's an individual game at the end of the day. You're still a bit like fuck, if I just had any help today, we're fine. So um yeah. I mean you've got to celebrate that sort of day, especially especially at the IPL where at the end of the day these guys are trying to pump their own tires as as much as possible. But yeah, it's a bit of that, um, yeah. maybe Dorsements. if it was like yeah, if it was Afghanistan getting peeled by India and he did that, yeah, probably a different conversation. But um, yeah. yeah, every man for themselves a wee bit. Um, and yeah, he's always going to be sniffing around the MVP conversations in these in these comps, isn't he? Oh, for sure. Even if he's not sort of top five, he'll be six or, or seven at the worst. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And I like I, I was thinking that he was having a down year for a little bit there, where his economy rate was going up, but in the last week I guess he's just got better and better which is um which is quite some I've noticed actually a lot of these um like strikes spinners are bowling a lot later in the innings. Mm. So they're not they're almost becoming death bowls because they're so hard to hit. Which yeah. is which is boosting a lot of the wickets. Like I've seen Chahal bowling quite late in the innings. Um obviously Especially with some, some run, extra run rate pressure. Like if you can't pick a guy and you're forced to slog him at could be even harder than trying to hit a hit a really good a really good pace bowler. Yeah, well, quite often you'd see like you know your best spinner would come on on the seventh over, and he'd run he'd run seven nine eleven thirteen. Thanks, yeah, mate. Very common. Um, but it seems like they're pushing that out a wee bit because mm. they kind of want you to go at your that bit that good spinner. Um, yeah, and I suppose you seven and nine. You're probably tentative. Not tentative, but probably the slowest you'll bat throughout the whole sort of yeah. innings. Just some take stock after the power play, so Anyone you can, can probably get away with your num- number two spinner bowling that. Yeah, hundred yeah. um, percent. Right, I'm moving on. We've got at the three. We've got Devin Conway back again from CSK. Four hundred ninety-eight runs at forty-nine point eight, striking at one three four five fifties. The strike rate seems low, but they've played a lot of low-scoring games as well. And like I was saying before, the he's getting the job done. Yeah, so he's getting the job done. So it's like he's, I don't know, like he just assesses the conditions incredibly yeah. well. It's like he's Indian. Um, yeah. Like if they were the eight seed sneaking out of playoff contention and they'd lost a lot of close games, yeah, the, you'd flip the conversation. But obviously, because winning and, and he's getting that job done you, you've got to just pump it up even more how good good he's playing 100 percent, 100 um someone at the other end of the spectrum making their first appearance in the mvp conversation we've got sky yeah. from mumbai um yeah. 479 runs he had to come at some point 479 yeah. runs at 44 which is it's okay but when you're striking at 190 190, so and he's got 100 450s. Um, I've got a stat here from the five times that Sky's passed 50. Um, Mumbai have made over over 200 each time, and when he doesn't make That's 50, when he doesn't make 50, they don't pass 200. So that shows. I mean, if that doesn't show value. Like, there's a very strong work. argument he's number one here. But I think, you know, I think yeah. there's one. It's hard to knock, um, like, Faf off his, off his perch just yet. But yeah. if Sky keeps going, 
Like he is without doubt the best T20 batter I've ever seen. Yeah, like, especially I don't... If, Mumbai, if Mumbai go on a run here, he's one of one. Yeah, like the way he took down Gujarat, like I said, one of the best attacks, T20 attacks assembled. It was incredible. There's no, you can't bowl to anyone. Like when he's playing Ricky Ponting cricket, cover drives <laughs> over third man for six, and then he's scooping. Like it's just, it's incredible to watch. I don't. The only person I can think of that's similar is like a Joss Butler, but even he doesn't just always score quickly. No. Like you can't slow Sky down at all. You just have to get him out. You have to hope he gets out early. Otherwise, you screw. Yeah, one one ninety is is so high to be averaging that many. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, as I said, he's very close, and I've got the, I've got at the one which he's been knocking on the store for a bit. It's um it's Faf Dupasi, six hundred thirty one runs at fifty seven, striking out in very competitive one five four seven fifties in twelve innings, most runs in the comp. Like the record, it's probably the record's not amazing at six and six, but they're still in it, and mm. it's largely to him and the consistency yep. he's shown against spin pace. Um, at his age, is yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, sort of feels like a like a low seed Thunder Russell Westbrook MVP year. Yeah, it's like, a good one. Just, just extru- like really, really, really exceptional individually. His team might not quite be there, but he's keeping them in it. Uh, so yeah, that, that's what it sort of feels like for me. Just that him being the best version of Faf is what's keeping them in this in this comp. And yeah, yeah, he's, he's easy number one until they don't make the playoffs, and then yeah, we'll be crowning Sky probably in a week's time. Yeah, I think. I think it's starting to, like, not to bring up the Embiid again, like Embiid Jokic, but you know how it starts to become, like, a conversation between a couple of people, yeah. two or three people. I think now, with a couple of games to go, I think it's between Faf and, and Sky. Yeah, it's a two-horse race. It's a two-horse race. Like, Conway, Conway's a shout, but I just think, I think yeah. Faf's doing everything Conway's doing but a little bit better, if that makes sense. So Yeah, well, he's scored more, he's averaging more, and he's striking slightly higher. So it's sort of, yeah, it's the exact role, but but better. Yeah, I think, yeah, if Sky can, if he has one more big knock on him, I just, it's probably overwhelming for me. Um, anything else? Should we, do, should we do our picks, and then should we do some club country stuff, or do you want to do club country first? Uh, let's do, should we do club country first? Yeah, all right, let's do that. Um, yeah, okay, all right, all right, let's... Bit of club versus country yarn um, rearing its ugly head yet again. Um, there's a few stories developing over the past wee while which is set to further put a stranglehold of franchise cricket over the international game. We'll start with Jofra Archer and the Mumbai Indians deal that has reportedly been offered to him. The deal has been reported around a million pound a year, which would effectively mean Archer was, if Archer was to play for England again, it would be at the Mumbai Indians franchise discretion. So he's effectively being paid a year-round contract to obviously play in the IPL and any under other Mumbai Indians franchise, which at the moment I think is there's a set they're in the South African League 
and a team in the UAE. And I think they might be in that Major League Cricket one in the US. So apparently Mumbai are getting frustrated because they have invested a lot into Archer only for him to go back early to get his elbow ready for the Ashes, which, to be fair, most people would agree with, trying to get their bodies ready for one of the most anticipated Ashes series ever. But I guess if you're Mumbai, you could see why they would want a bit more control over their investments. If you're Joffre Archer and you've already had numerous injuries, someone offers you a guaranteed million pound a year, knowing how hard it's going to be, to play test cricket again on your body, etc., which in turn would affect your ECB contract um, next year. Jacko, how hard is it going to be to turn that down, and what does it mean in this battle between club and country if he says yes? Yeah, I mean, the only the only thing that is probably and we sort of we see some clips of McCallum talking on this saying. England's in a lucky position that they can actually offer, like, his ECB contract is probably worth the same as that. Yeah. So for for him, he's probably actually weighing up, like, lifestyle versus the money. So, yeah, I mean, where the question comes in with these contracts, I think if he accepts it, it's probably like, a, okay, like, this lifestyle is really appealing. Um and, yeah, it'll, it will be very interesting because it's probably more someone like like a Bolt um, or maybe even like some, some young South African players like a, uh, a Norchi that, that aren't in that, that top tier of earnings because they don't play in the big three countries. Um, but, yeah, I mean, would be a revolutionary contract, I think. We haven't seen anything like it in cricket. Um, it, it'd be the the door that's opened that will change massively, I think, um, because now you, Rajasthan will be like, "Well, shit, we want complete control over Trent Bolt," and you know, someone might throw ten million a year at Cameron Green, like that sort of carry on. It's just it opens the door because these Indian owners are not going to want to be the only team without a superstar on year-round contract to take to all of their sort of tournaments. So, um, yeah, it's it's going to open a very interesting can of worms. And I think the next, the decision of club or country is getting accelerated sort of every every iteration of these sort of IPL-owned leagues. It seems to be racing forward to, yeah, more blokes having to choose. Yeah, for sure. And I think, well, I think for Archer specifically... It's probably a question on, on his injury history and whether he thinks that I can get guaranteed money for less work and, and not break down again trying to play. You know, he's been working pretty hard with that um, elbow injury and, you know, it might be he might have one more injury and that's it. You know, you just don't know. And you, you mentioned, I guess the other thing I was thinking about is the cricket boards are probably a bit more lenient with where you can play. I, I do wonder what it would be like if a Indian franchise was your employer full-time, what they would be like, oh, I just want to go play this test series. I want to play this. Be like, yeah. No, 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 mate. Um, <laughs> which is interesting because, yeah, you brought up McCullum. 
which I thought was a very interesting sort of interview and that he also did on, on a New Zealand radio show, So, which is not nothing. Um, let's see if I get that article up. What's he got? So he, but yeah, so he basically said that boards must work with the leagues so that best players remain available. Um, he said they'd be naive to assume that stars are going to turn down these long-term contracts, you know, especially, like you said, if it gets, the money gets up and up. Um, yeah, I think. And, you know, obviously McCullum is talking about Archer's deal and how it affects him and the players. But there was a particular quote there about boards working with leagues and players and allowing players to have their cake and eat it too, which, off topic, I don't really understand that saying, but, um, you know, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just had my cake and not eaten it. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, what do you, do you just have the cake mm. and you just leave it there? Like, why would you? Why else would you have the yeah. cake? Like, I'm gonna. It's cake. I'm gonna eat. Yeah. It. Yeah. Any, yeah anyway, I'll be so, cake. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Sorry, back to McCullum. Yeah, yeah, back to McCullum. But it, it, whether it was intentional or not, it felt like it was a shot at New Zealand cricket and the handling of Trent Bolt. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. But basically, him saying that you should want your best players playing and Trent Bolt is not playing for the Black Cats, or hasn't been, it's hard to think that that conversation wasn't about Bolt considering it was on a New Zealand radio show. Am I stretching, mm. or what do you, what do you, what do you, what's your take? Yeah, uh, it's tough. It could, it could be a shot at Mumbai um, and the ECB. Like the ECB behind closed doors might be saying, Oh, like if he signs this, we'll he'll never play for England again, sort of thing. So um, there could be a bit of that going on, but yeah, especially it was maybe only a couple of days after Bolt came out and said, "Oh, it was pretty weird sitting at home when the Black Caps are playing five mm. minutes down the road." Um, Timing, so yeah, yeah, especially after that, and I mean, I'm sure McCullum would have played eight, nine years with Bolt. I'm sure they're probably pretty close mm. uh, and probably still talk quite often, I'd say. So, um, yeah, it's in terms of hot, like high-level cricketers that have made that decision that are being shunned by their boards, mm. uh, there's probably not many others apart from Bolt out there. So, yeah, it did, did feel a little bit directed um, and potentially needed to be said. Um, I think... Yeah, the world's quickly going away from you've got to be a contracted black cap to play for the black caps. And I think we want to be seen as a country that's on the right side of uh, allowing that to happen and, and still having our best players play as opposed to um, sort of get, get left behind and, and lose two or three good players because I don't think we've got the talent pool to sort of absorb that for the rest of our sort of international no, uh, we're not the all, we're not the all blacks sort of thing. Yeah, even, so even last, even no, last no, exactly. We're not the all blacks that can say, "Oh, if you want to play in France, we'll we'll pick the next ten off the factory line." So yeah, we don't sort of have those players coming out of the woodwork. So yeah, we're not in a position to demand them to keep a contract and and not pick them if they are playing overseas. So ho- hopefully we can uh, sort of start start picking Bolt and and show yeah. that it can be possible to do both. Yeah, because you you mentioned yeah, obviously we're talking about Bolton. He's sort of come up 
when he sort of yeah he had that article in cricket info where obviously that he felt it felt weird there being a test down the road and he couldn't play um and he said he obviously hopes that he's going to play in the world cup and and test cricket as well um and it is positive that outgoing ceo of new zealand cricket david white basically said that bolt will be there at the world cup but for some reason didn't seem as interested in test cricket which i found Interesting. So, I'll mm. ask you, Jacko. Well, I, well, for, first of all, like, what are your thoughts on like Bolt being available at the World Cup? Obviously, it's it's no. a plus for everyone, isn't it? Yeah, it's a no-brainer, and I think he's already shown his ability to play in India. Um, I don't think we have anyone close to his level of experience in India alone, let alone in white ball cricket. Um, he's been our premier bowler for the last 10 years so and to throw his just like consistently performing in the IPL and playing there yeah I mean any selector could not look the coach or the the country in the face and say no Trent Bolt's not playing at the World Cup I just don't think it I don't think anyone can rationalize that in their head no for sure I guess the only my only question I have is why World Cup, but why not Test Cricket? Why not big tests against England, against Australia? Why do we ha- only favour contracted players for home tests when we still have... Kugelin and Tickner are available for the World Cup. They're still contracted. Mm. Um, why, do we, why do we not care about them? That's what I just want the answer to. It just feels like they're beating around the bush a wee bit there. Yeah, I wonder, yeah it, it's a weird one. I wonder if it's the not the one-off nature of the like, the World Championship like the Test cycle, like and not, like the World Cup is a one-off tournament. You bring in your squad, they play for a month and a half, they sort of get acclimated. Whereas the the World Test final, it feels like you're building a squad to play Test cricket the way you think you can win that, and then they're trying to play that way for a two-year period to win it mm. so it's like if Trent's not going to be available for half of those games then it's like well you're trying to you're trying to build towards that final versus True. you know trying to win big series here and there but in saying that if you've got to win two games to make the world cup final with bolts available and bowling well how do you then say if you lose those tests well why didn't we pick him sort of thing so yeah, I wonder if that elongated nature of the, the Test Championships, why that's happening, um, as opposed to like a one-off tournament, get them in, get them involved sort of thing. So that would be the only reason I can think of why they'd be sort of not wanting them in, in Test cricket. But um, yeah, I mean, that's devil's advocate and I think it's wrong. But uh, yeah, that could be the only reason I see why it's happening sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's probably, a, yeah, I just wish there would, I just wish they would. They're not. They're not like being very open about it. Like they, they want to say, they're telling us they need a favour contract of players, but then, for the World Cup, we're not going to do that. Then, so I don't know. But um, yeah, I don't know. Should we should we move on to some picks then? Yep. Okay. Righto. Righto. The Piranha picks brought to you by Piranha Grip Socks, as always. Your non-slip grip technology designed to minimise slipping in your shoe and maximise output. Designed and tested right here in New Zealand by professional athletes. The choice of sock for several black caps, including Devin Conway, who is lighting up a storm. 
and white fern and also white ferns as well as the number one woman's bowler in the world sophie eccleston performance quality and style grab yourself a pair of piranhas latest range use the code tmc20 to get 20 percent off today okay last week jacko streak came to the end streak the streak came to an end for myself the caps couldn't win game four of their one day series I was half right in, in saying they would win a game at some point, but it was the wrong game. Yep. Um, unsurprisingly, Tim David batting at seven was not the top run scorer from Mumbai uh, for Lugs, although he did get up with Gujarat um, with another W. Yeah, he was smart. I suppose, I suppose when him. he picks like 17 bets, like one of them's got to come through, right? Um, yeah, exactly. Uh yeah, exactly. You'd think that for me, I've picked six weeks in a row, haven't hit one yet. So fuck your Jew. Um, yeah, I nah. yeah, I am overdue. Uh, it's got to happen. It's got to happen. Yeah, I mean we're doing better. Um, we're doing better in the NBA. That, we're doing better in the NBA. Although, yeah, are you are you tuned out of the NBA now that the Sixers are out? Well, I'm actually just looking for a time frame that Doc Rivers gets fired before. So <laughs> um, hammer the under if it's. Days. There was a good one. Um, um, I was just listening to Simmons' podcast beforehand. I really wanted to get the um, the Sixers take, and Simmons had a very good line. Um, so Doc, Embiid, and Harden over under one and a half goes. <laughs> so so is it so, launch into the over. So you reckon Harden and Doc so gone? Oh, yeah. 100%. Harden cannot stay on this team. Should we take that as your bet? Should we take that as your bet? Take that as my piranha future. Um, <laughs> it's probably paying donuts, but, you know, bank it. Um... Yeah, that's a tough line, and it feels two feels like the number. The over feels like it hits and hits at pace. Um, but yeah, I mean, my, probably my cricket pick. I might just go. I'm just going to go Mumbai to get get it done again. Uh, that Sky stab when he scores fifty, they score two hundred. It feels like he's going to score fifty every time he bats at the moment. So um, yeah, I'm going to hitch my wagon to the future MVP, and ho- hopefully, comes off for me. Not like one current MVP um, who's <laughs> let me down. So I'll get on Sky. I'm, I'm going to take. I'm going to hitch my wagon as well. I'm going to go Sky top run scorer uh, in that same uh, game. So we're yes. going to we're going to really double up. We're really going all or nothing ride with, with that game. Ride with TMC. How good? How good? And my oh, I don't have the old TRL. I lost it, but I will get it later up. Um, so we've got Nuggets versus the Lakers. It's not tomorrow, it's the day after. It's the day after tomorrow. Mm. And originally I, I went in going AD under, AD under, like he's just due for a really bad game. And then I seen his line was like 22 points, 22 and a half. And I was like, Gotta have a surely he just gets more. Like he's way too good. He's the, <laughs> he should be the best player on that team. Like surely he just gets more. Like it's, yeah. it's Jokic who's guarding yeah. like, you know, different if it's Embiid, but... Um, no, he's got to get over. He's due for a, he's due for a big game, and then I'll lock in the under his next game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's me. That's me. Yeah, 
Weaver hits the game before, just lock it in. Who I don't hate Miami at plus seven and a half, just a wee point start. Um, they'll be rested, they'll be fresh. In That's Boston, a bit niggly, but yeah, to, they'll surely they keep it closer than eight points. So, um, yeah, plus seven. Maybe we sprinkle an upset at three dollars forty. Celtics been bad at home in this series. Heat will win one of those. Not bad games, enough, sure. but yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's probably my actual sprinkle. Okay, lads, snack draft. Good to have Simon back on board for the snack draft. He was un, unavailable for most of the pod, but very keen to discuss his return to the top, I bet. Lugsy, we talked last week about myself having the heist of the century, but I think this one tops it. I was sitting pretty with a two-vote lead going to, to bed. Lugsy must have called in a few favours while we were asleep or something, because he's run away with the next six votes unanswered to take a famous victory. If I was Seth Rollins last week, then Lugsy was edge when he lost his WWE title in the Elimination Chamber, and then and then in the next Elimination Chamber, he takes out Kofi Kingston pre and somehow wins that match. <laughs> Look, I don't know if you remember that, but that was wild. That was wild. Edge. I do, yeah. It was wild edge stuff. So that's that's what that you remind me of. So, Lugsy, I hope you thank Jen for her performance on that draft. Um, I think you'll find actually not only did I not call them favours, I didn't even... Um... Didn't even vote myself. <laughs> um, I don't know if you can hear that music, though. I don't know if you can see what's happening here, but... <laughs> the chair's actually back. Bring him back. So, oh. just, he's taking, he just taking his title, all right. <laughs> oh, that is very poetic right now. Very poetic, actually. Um, a very rated-ass uh, rated superstar. Right. Friday and Saturday. What's that? I said that will be worn uh, once I start drinking Friday and won't be taken off till Sunday. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, well, and before we move on, I just wanted to to give Jacko the floor a little bit. Um, copped a little bit of heat recently, Jacko, on your performance in the draft. Undeserved. Um, do you want to respond? Yeah, I mean... Obviously, you know, I've got a worse version of the caramel slice and a worse version of the cheese cheese option. I've been eviscerated for it online. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, love, love to get a listener listener in to try and draft and, you know, weigh up the, the public interest with their own, own favourites. I think if that was my order, I'd be, be pretty stoked. So, uh, yeah, as someone always says, you got to stick to what you want to eat and, uh, Go from there, but a lot easier on one one end of the phone than the other. We'll say that. We we will say though. I think people real don't seem to realise that this is the cream of the crop. This is you know we're splitting hairs. Like it's it's tough to it's tough to get a win against this level of competition. Like it's not not yeah. any Joe Bloggs just rock up to the draft and and compete at the highest level. Um, so I will, no, I tell I will you what, we wouldn't, um, we wouldn't, we wouldn't want the podcast getting any bigger because we're just not going to handle criticism well. Are we? <laughs> no, I'm not willing for, to hear a negative word. T- about to lose fans. I, I was wondering why my why my fo- the followers keep like fluctuating. It's just guys are sending out like Jacko's yeah. abusing people or something. 
<laughs> Oi, I've got about eight burners having a real crack at anyone in the in the comments. Yeah, leave no, Jack not alone. In all seriousness, Jack... though, it's uh, it is good to be be polarizing. Obviously, I I haven't picked well, but uh, at least people are listening and sending their thoughts in. So that's all we can ask for. Ah, that's good. That's good. Um, right, let's move on to this week um, to celebrate our resident runner Lugsy who's been to the, a gas station about eight times in a day for a particular snack. We thought we would do snacks you'd get for a road trip. So normally, before you leave town, you stop at a gas station, you fill up, and then you think, I'm a bit peckish. Let's pick up some mm. snacks. What do you get? Um, yeah, so that's, that's, that's where I'm at. So um, for, the dra- for the lottery... We've got uh, Jacko with a 50% chance, myself with 33, and Lugsy with 17. Um, I will share my screen. Just, just before we, just yeah, before we yeah, start, yeah. can we just clarify a couple of things? Yeah, for yeah sure. I was going to um, ask for this. I was gonna. I was gonna ask on uh, just on our group chat, but then I thought uh, we'll discuss it on the pod. See how guys are feeling. I feel like with because it's so sort of broad and rogue. Um, I feel like you take, say, like chips. I feel like chips are off the board. Or you, do you reckon every flavour is available? No, I like it. Yeah, I do like it. Because I feel like it's too, it will just turn into, like, everyone just gets their favourite chip. And then there's yeah. no real skill in drafting, is there? Okay. Yeah, I, don't, I like it. Okay. And sort of, but I think yeah. you drink, you're allowed just to, any drink. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you get Coke, fizzy's not taken off the board sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be yeah. a bit of a grey area. I think. Uh, we'll just, we'll just. It's going to seem. Yeah. It's going to like. I think chips. Obviously, it feels that feels right. But then a drink, it's like. Mm. So I reckon we just let it fly. Yeah. Um, do add yeah. like you've got you, you you say you drink and then you you have the flavour. That's like what. That's the kicker sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, all right, okay. Let's we're, see. We're I mean, I've a we're, drink. Who knows? Well, yeah, we're opening up the, the hot food cabinet as well, I'm assuming, yeah, at the are. BP. Yeah, let's just, let's just see. Let's just um, open up Pandora's box and see what happens. Yeah, um, anything that can be purchased at your gas station sort of thing. Except petrol. Um, right, oh, let's have a wee spin. Spin. Our first spin. <laughs> We've got a lovely picture <laughs> of... Uh, our resident runner, what a performance! We will talk about that later on. Um, right, uh, first spin of the day. As a sponsor, I won't actually be giving us anything. <laughs> wow! Yeah. Who should pick. be charging us? Okay, first pick. Take that any day of the week. Oh, Thank you. Jeez. All right, sure. Surely Jacko wins us. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, I'm Jacko. Up Nice, Jack Oates. Okay. I reckon you're picking in a good spot, actually, Lars. Oh, I just lost it there at you saying petrol's off the cards. It's not on the board. <laughs> I mean, no one no one needs petrol less than Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. That's um, actually true. First, first pick. The first pick. I think um, I've stumbled upon these quite 
Now I will preface this. I am I am a BP goer. I've got the AO fuel card. Mm. I find myself there quite a lot, and I'm going those wee Southern style um, yeah. bikes. Ah, you coming? What they are yeah. unbelievable. They're like not quite the size of Five a nugget. Six dollars too easy. But they are yeah. quite cheap, quite filling, and incredibly good. I mean, they are. Per- they're perfect snack snacking material. So, yeah, I'll grab some bites. Hard, hard, not to, hard not to get a couple. Sorry, yeah, I'll just let's not just gloss over this. Um, they're <laughs> exceptional. What sort of what sort of amounts a guy going for? Because I went for three yesterday. Yeah. But then Hayden also informed me they were then five for five. Yeah. So next I had to get all five and. I took five down pretty comfortably, I have to say. Yeah. Yeah, it's scary that the difference between taking down three and taking down five isn't a lot for getting your yeah. five for five deal. Um, but yeah, I if mean, I'll, say... I'll two or three with a fill up, but if you're heading home for dinner, two or three, if there's nothing nothing much on the horizon, you've got to go five for five. Well, if you would five, just say randomly for some reason, yeah, I'll, I'll what about if five. you were just in some sort of challenge? Like if a you're in a challenge, how many could you not? <laughs> like a big mat challenge. <laughs> oh, yeah. How many? Uh, oh, easily, probably 20, easy? Yeah, I was, I was going to say 20 feels about right. 20 are we talking about now like or are we talking about like in your in your prime? Because like 2014 myself was a mess. You started the big mat challenge and challenged yourself. Well, we're talking. Like I think, I think in the prime, I think... I think we're talking like close to fitty, like you know. Um... <laughs> are we are we talking if you were bulking and missed half a meal? Or... Yeah. We're talk- I'm talking about talking like, like, star- like starving Jeez. yourself, starving yourself all day for one meal, um, and then destroying yeah. Big Macs in 15 minutes. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we got uh, sidetracked there. Um, yeah, Jack it's a great o- pack. No, they're brilliant. Jacko, what are you? Is it you? It's a great pick. Yeah, it is you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll I'll stick with the hot food here, and I'll, and I'll get. I'm, I'm a BP guy myself, and I'll get the only thing that can probably compete with that. Um, your, your road trip sort of starts off about lunchtime. Maybe there's a bit of bit of dust lingering from the night before, um, and the, and the only thing you can go to cure that is the the steak and cheese. Um, the gourmet steak and cheese, if you're feeling feeling lucky, but yeah, the, the BP steak and cheese in particular, it's very good. So That's yeah, have, have to get a steak and cheese yeah. pie in there for your roadie. It might be the best steak and cheese in town. It's it's sensational, BP. Consistent too, consistently good. Um, this may not surprise anyone. I'm not a BP or a Z goer, um, <laughs> but as oh, as you did. Sounds like you were a Z-goer last night. Well, as pointed out, yeah. um, I spent about $40 at the Z yesterday, and naturally I didn't get any petrol. So (laughs) there was a lot of fun sport on snacks. I I feel like when we're talking road trip, I've just got to take the two biggest. I mean, this is where being being in that third posse actually helps, because I feel like I've just got to grab the two absolute essentials um, you're going on a road trip. You've got to grab a bag of lulls and you've got to grab a bag of chips. Yeah, um, that's great packing. You got to, you know, you keep the kids happy if you've got the kids. 
you, you keep all, you know, everyone, if you've got a group of, you know, it tends to be around three to four years, you've got to grab a bit of everything, share it around, so I'll go, I'll go the snake lolly, I'll stay consistent, the snake lolly and the Waka Changi chip, um, yeah. two, two huge picks, I feel, for a roadie. Yeah, it's a great, great picking. So chips and lollies off the board completely, that's tough. And naturally, I mean, as we're at a gas station, that has unfortunately cost me nineteen fifty. But, <laughs> but hey, I, was it's wait, I was waiting. For, I was waiting. Yeah. Lugsy's next pick is going to be drinks, and he's going to take off every liquid. Um, that's, <laughs> that's that's what we're dealing with at the moment. Really, sort of general. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, it's really really put me in a bit of a vice. I was hoping one of those two would swing, and you'd go for your favourite drink of all time. But yeah. Um, I'll, I'll probably have to get it here and just get a Coke, a pint of Coke. Um, Fuck, that's a good combo. It's a deadly yeah, combo, it's, that. It's, a, it's pretty deadly. And, I mean, it's probably more something you're hitting at the start of the roadie as opposed yeah. to something ongoing. But if you're the driver, you need that little hit. You need a bit of food. You need a wee drink to sip away on. So, yeah, pint of Coke to start your day. No matter the time on a roadie, you can, you can um, justify that. So, great start to any roadie. Steak and cheese and a Coke. We fat cunt combo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should always be $5. Always. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, that's a pretty good, that's probably the, one of the best liquids. So I'm probably going to have to move in a different direction. Um, as a, I guess as a father and a guy that works a lot of random shifts, sleep is difficult at times. And sometimes you just need a hit. Um, quite often you need a hit um, for a long drive and that's a coffee um, you need a coffee from your barista flat white would be my choosing um, yeah it's just a, it's just a fantastic <clears throat> liquid gets gets the gets the um, gets the body going yeah it's a good uh, option BP surprisingly good coffee at a while it's actually pretty good to be fair um, you get the uh, it's good enough yeah, you, you buy you buy what is it? You buy ten, you buy nine, you get you get a free one. It's all, all good stuff. Um, okay, so my last. How good's a deal like that? Eh? Oh, yeah, it's just back. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I will go another food option. Pies off the table. So pies off the table because eh? I just want to. I just want to mention another like good yeah. option, but I won't take it. Um, yeah, the butter chicken pies. Just a PSA. The butter chicken pies oh. are very very good. In, uh, at at uh, Wild Bean, I'm a big fan of those um, personally, but obviously we can't go there. Oh, ever since they've brought in donuts to BP, it's been a massive game changer. I absolutely but... love the donuts at BP. They are sensational. Particular, I'd be going a wee chocolate, uh, wee custard chocolate option. Um, we filled donut. That's yeah. that's for me. So I'll round out my three with a donut. So I've got a donut bites and a flat white. I'm pretty happy with that. Yes, <clears throat> not bad. Good balance. Good balance. Um, what? I'll go. And this this will really. I'm gonna get a a cookie time. Just a nice solid a solid cookie option. Uh, Get your cookie time in there for later in the day uh, when things might be waning a bit. Uh, would have loved some lollies or some chips, but yeah, those, those are good, long gone. So 
Uh, yeah, I'll just get a wee cookie time to round things out. Classic Kiwi combination. So am I, um, is this like, am I going to have another debacle here like the uh, the Air New Zealand thing? Do I, I have to go a drink here? No, well, you don't, but you, I, I don't know. It just depends on what the public want. The public saw straight through you last time. in that car. Um, yeah, I mean, I yeah, be pretty yeah. thirsty. Normally you go for it. Drink, does, but... It does, yeah, but it does feel better balanced with a, with a drink, doesn't it? Mm. I'm tossing up between two because I feel like sometimes... I feel like sometimes it's not bad just to get a Powerade, you know, yeah. on your on your roadie. They often have a wee deal two for seven, and like when you've got a seven fifty mil, it actually takes a while as well. Um, so I think, yeah, I think when you when you're making a roadie, you want to, you know, a few electrolytes make you feel alright. I, I think I'll lock in the Powerade. Yeah, it's a good option. Anyway, lift plus can. Um, I was going to go the been, been snubbed. You've had, you have about like, oh, four days. Lift plus was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I've actually dropped them a week ago. So, you cold turkey. I've cold turkeyed it. I've, I've been cut. It has been replaced right. with about 94 cans of pure sugar coke, but... Yeah. <laughs> you need to facts. Yeah, I'll go look in a power rate. Yeah, nice, nice. This could be... If, if Jacko doesn't win this week, I think I think it's a personality thing. I think people start... I think, I think something else is going on. It's a, deliver, it's a, deliver, it's a delivery <laughs> thing, isn't it? Because that is that is a sensational combo. Like You've got you managed to pair a pie and a Coke, nice sweet cookie with that. I mean, that is just... Yeah. That's very, very good. Very, very I'll good. I'll tell you what I had there on the board in, in case Coke went was the old deep spring orange and mango. Mm. Not bad. Not it's bad. just a very wee, the full 40 mil can. I tell you what, if Munda had any morals here, he'd vote you, Jacko, the way he's talking. Yeah, well, I don't. He would, <laughs> and you it would just not. He'd need to just not vote for a couple of weeks. <laughs> oh, there was a there was a time when uh, when Lugsy was on a rampage where I was contemplating voting for Jacko just to try and make sure that he didn't win again. <laughs> but, Can I ask? Uh, um, yes. As you guys are drivers and, and visit a bit more regular than me, like I swear there was a time where petrol stations weren't ha- as good as they are now. Like, oh, for sure. You go to a petrol station now, you're, you're basically oh, yeah. entering a soupy. Yeah. They've, they've definitely like upped their game and realised this. You need to offer... I think as soon as Wild Bean sort of stepped in, like mm. Zed had to... You've got to lift yourself up to that standard, don't you? If one person's offering that, so... Um, but yeah, I mean, fuck, it makes it hard to just get petrol, doesn't it, these days? Oh, they've got us. <laughs> Not me, but they've got pretty. Uh, instead yeah, of pretty... putting 30 in, I'll put 20. Instead of putting 30 in, I'll put 25 in and it gives me five for snacks in the budget. <laughs> that's just good budgeting. Yeah. Well, then I got to fill up a bit earlier, but that's all right. Um, should, we, should we talk yeah. about Lugsy's no, run? Because I, I really, I really, I, I, I've been saving this for a while, but I, I must admit. Like I didn't know you were doing your ultra marathon, and then you snap you snapped us this photo in our group chat of you doing a hundred k run, like a map run, like it was just a Saturday morning <laughs> run. And I was like, who the who the fuck just goes for a casual eight hour run? Like what the hell? Um, what Lugsy Lugsy? Um, tell us about your your weekend. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, firstly, probably uh, 
a huge shout out to a friend of the show and listener Hayden Tamaru, who's uh, who's driven me there. He did intend to do the run as well, and then he's actually pulled out. Um, so he hasn't actually done the run, and he's driven us seven hours to the west coast of Hokitika, um to do the run. Um, so yeah, it was a bit of a, an ultra 100k greymouth back to Hokitika. Um Alarm went sort of 3 a.m. job on a bus at four. Um, started the run at five, and yeah, good thing at quarter past one she was all done, and we were back home to watch the Lakers. That's that's incredible. So like. I've got to ask, how much is the diet paying a part in your running? Like, is it, I used to think, like, it was holding you back. And I was starting to think, like, could you could you be an Olympic runner if you had a normal diet? But is it like, have you cracked the code? And is it the diet that's helping you become a good runner? Um, first thing I'd say is I'm eating these as we speak. And I've never <laughs> had them before. And they are absolutely exceptional. Um, Turtle chips. No, I would definitely say I would definitely say a better diet would help. Because um, you got second, diet you got second less in, the ultra. You got second yeah, place. I'd, in I'd say. South I'll tell you what, and that guy that won certainly didn't have my body. He was looking shredded. <laughs> well, um, how, how far off were you? I would say the diet meant oh, good way, good half an hour. He um he actually. Oh. There was a big um, thing out there. If anyone broke eight hours, they got ten grand. Um, oh. So he came down basically solely to solely to break that, and he ended up doing like seven forty four. Um, what did you get? Yeah, it was pretty cool. It, it was just eight thirteen. Fuck, that's not far off. Uh, 10, 10. Like, would you have would you have got ten k as well, or is it just like the lowest? No, nah, it was just the first time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, knowing you're in second though, like if you were in first with like starting to push that time, do you reckon you could have got it over the line, or was it more just like I, that was all I, you could get? Yeah, I don't think so. Because um, it was actually like we ran together for like 50k, him and a few a couple of other people. Um, <clears> and once he sort of, he didn't like take off, but once he sort of got ahead, it actually relaxed me a lot. Yeah. I was just like, fuck, I better try and just enjoy a bit of this. Um, Much chat in that peloton, or oh, but yeah, a bit of chat, like because we were together for quite a while. Like it's not like a you know like a normal run where you sprint mm. off and go hard. It's sort of pretty slow and controlled there for a long time. Um, so we're chatting a bit. He was actually, I stopped and went for a piss, um, and then when he went needed to pee, he just pissed on the run and he just called it riding the horse, um, <laughs> which is a skill I. Uh, what if you if you're <laughs> a skill I plan hey. on? Jeez, imagine on. calling your pace the horse. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I'm trying to think. Like, if you're behind, actually... if you're directly behind him, like, do you catch strays or like, how does that work? No, what he was he was good at was he would let us go forward a couple of meters and then he'd just stay behind um, okay. and just sort of pee away. <clears throat> he was. I mean, I don't want to call the guy out. I'm sure he'll never hear this, but <laughs> he was ripping a few thoughts on the line, and I was copping those. How good is like doing an act that's just like pretty marginal, but if you give it a good little saying, it's suddenly all good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I've just pissed myself on this run. Like that's fucking weird, mate. Oh, mate, I'm just riding the horse. Like, oh, go for gold, mate. It's sweet. <laughs> he did. He did. Yeah, he was quite graceful with it. Um, I will be attempting that on my next run. 
I'd love to see to, yeah, to, to work tomorrow. Yeah. Luxie gets arrested for, for sharing his piece. Not Jarmoran. Not Pull him over. Oh, just riding the horse, mate. <laughs> yeah. What are you, Jarmoran? I would say, look, I'm just riding the horse. Oh, I'm just riding the horse, mate. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. So you're going to do another run, big run, Luxie, or? Um. I really finished that and even about 80k and I was like oh I'm never doing this again um <laughs> so hopefully not but we'll see we'll okay. see if after a few weeks the sort of the annoying of it goes away and you just remember how mean the like coke was post so it really gets you was that one of your top is that one of your best cokes oh that's yeah that was an elite coke actually lying in bed there Back to the motel, game seven, uh, game six on. Perfect, perfect. Right, let's um, let's call it a day because that is us for another week on the road to three figures. Thanks to Lugsy and Jacko. Thanks to Piranha. Thanks to everyone who listens, especially our patrons. If you like what we do, have a look at Patreon, support us, or chuck us a like, subscribe, a rating, or review even, and we will catch you next week. <laughs>